You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Very good, Keith Johnson. AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. This is AfterBuzz TV for Shameless. Tonight's host is Phil Svitek. Joining Phil will be AfterBuzz co-hosts Curtis Taylor and Tom Dentrinas. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Shameless news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 347-855-8269. That's 347-855-8269. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, Phil Svitek. Welcome, everybody, to Season 1, Episode 6 of Shameless, titled Killer Carl. Um, I've also read online that some people think it's called Facts Aren't Racist, which I guess they, you know, we obviously know where that comes from after watching tonight. Absolutely. But um, we, so the way we we saw an SAT, um, we saw Lip taking a bunch of SATs for people and him getting caught. We saw... Uh, Ian's store where he works um, continually getting robbed and then we saw the dynamics in the Jackson and Gallagher household switching And uh, but before we get into it I just wanted to welcome Curtis who uh, does our game um, edition for us on Tuesday nights and uh, so he told me he was a fan of the show and I invited him down here thank you, thank you, thank you, glad to be here and uh, alright so let's let's start with the store that was uh, a very white impersonation by the way that was really good, very good. <laughs> that was real good um, so for the store, we obviously know that there's a love between Ian and, uh, I, I always forget his name, but the store owner. Cash. Cash. That's, that's right. Yeah, that yeah. is his name. Yeah. yeah, you got it. I see. I thought they were always talking, because it's funny, they were always talking about the cash yeah. and getting stolen, so I thought that's what they were referring to. And it's funny, because you can't count on him. No, you can't. Hey. Hey. There it is. <laughs> that's right. No, you can't. Um. But it's interesting how he, you know, what's uh, the dynamic of how obviously him being a gay man, um, we see Ian sort of step into the role of the uh, sort of more masculine figure in their relationship. And obviously, yeah. obviously he's not even in that with his relationship with Linda and the kids. So is that what is it? Cash, Cash is, he's gay, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's his wife, right? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. He's on the DL, as it's as it said. It didn't seem like he was on a DL. He's kind of soft. Yeah, he's just a soft guy, but he's just. Uh, no, nah, he looked like he was sweeter than candy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's really sweet. Yeah, he couldn't even hold a gun. I know. Yeah, no, he couldn't. It's amazing. No, he couldn't. And he freaked out when he heard the gun being shot too. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of hilarious. Well, it's it's, it's yeah. kind of interesting how, as I was watching the show, I, I to see the dynamics of of. Cash and his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, she's actually the man in the situation. He's That's right. The female. So it was kind of interesting that you guys would turn around and tell me that he's actually he's actually gay. So I, I can get that. Um, so it kind of brings that. Well, what, what's interesting now, even even more, is that obviously after uh, Ian sh- fires the gun rounds and calling out, uh, you know, everywhere he, you know, left he's shoulder, the right shoulder, he's the man. <laughs> he is. He truly is the man. 
Um, he knows how to handle a gun in more ways than one, it seems like. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, you know, now Linda, her face just lights up after she, him. She's a proud father. I mean, yeah. mother. There yeah. She's a proud yeah. Father and mother. Yeah, yeah she's pretty. She is. obviously wears the pants. Yeah, absolutely. She's gangster. She is pretty gangster. A Muslim gangster, right? Huh? She was kind of. She's supposed to be a Muslim? Is, yeah. You know, the, we don't know her full uh, religion, but um, we can speculate. It's one of the. Well, I saw the Pakistan thing. I, I'm thinking that's what it's. You know, so it's Muslim. I mean, she has the, the head garb on, which is kind of Muslim. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. not kind of, but it is Muslim. Um, it was kind of interesting how she didn't she Caucasian? Like she's she's, she's that, white, that right? actress is that actress is like okay. a white Canadian girl. Yeah, because oh, it was wow. kind of weird. I was thinking, okay, Cash her name is, is Monique. Like, yeah, Cash she's been. Like a, he's kind of Hinduish. Yeah, you know? or whatever. Yeah, but it's whatever. it's very it's very interesting the dynamic between the two. It's crazy. It's crazy in terms of the look. But I really it was really great to see her character kind of step to the front this. episode. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline episode because we've seen her a few times before and you kind of chuckle because she's kind of like you know very very domineering or whatever but I really liked seeing that storyline develop a little bit more you know figuring out who she is and how she kind of controls the store basically and it's kind of sad that those people just come that that kid keeps coming in and stealing everything and from Mickey them. is his name and uh, <laughs> I mean is it did it is it literally this one kid who's just a punk um, I think that so what, that what it came down to absolutely it, or a bully I mean um he smells blood, so he, 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 you know. I mean, I know if you notice, he actually watched her leave, and then uh, right. then he comes in, so right. he knows which one is the the weaker link of the two. Um, so he watches her leave, and then he comes in, and he he gets real gangster. So he's, I mean, I guess you can say he's a punk. Yeah, I think he's because I think he'll probably get he'll probably get fucked up in some way. Ooh boy, (laughs) he'll probably get screwed up in some way. um, You know, later on or something like that. I have a feeling that I wouldn't be surprised. I think Ian can pretty much shoot him anywhere he wants to. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, it's interesting how like I I would like I hope hopefully we'll get this as we continue. But how we let this slip? Like I mean, if it's literally one guy. You prevent it from happening in the first place. Obviously, now it's spiraled down to where this guy just comes in like it's his own store and like, yep, just going to grab some candy and leave. Don't worry about me. Clearly. I mean, he should have nipped it in the butt with the father. Yeah. yeah. That's, you know, that's where it started. It started from the father, and then all of a sudden, you know, now he has his son coming in, and pretty soon he's going to have uh, his, his son. His son come in. Yeah, so it's going to be crazy. I mean, uh, in many ways, <laughs> you almost wonder, what, should we just like put up a hand, like a chopped off hand, and th- this is what happens to people who <laughs> yes, steal from us? exactly. Yeah. I yeah. think you need to put a shot in his shoulder. That's what you do. Yeah, <laughs> boy. Well, we'll see. Uh, I mean, pretty much we got a nice little tease, um, and we'll see how it develops in the uh, future episodes, because I definitely think it will. As mm-hmm. uh, we've seen Shameless do countless times, they just... Continually, uh, they never throw anything that they won't use yeah, into the fire. Develops. True, exactly. True. Well, well, I look forward to that because, like I said, Ian gave me kind of. I mean, I'm still talking about Ian because he gave me like goosebumps. I, I like a guy that can actually name off his shots like that. Uh, it was uh, so he's, he's certified. He's really he's certified in M14 and you know 12 gauge shotgun. You know, so. 
don't, don't want to toot my own horn, but you know. I know, no, please keep going. Wait, what? Uh, what's your background? Do you, are you from? Because after he, sh- after Ian shoots everyone, he's like uh, ROTC. See, actually, it was the um, I was I did like uh, the academy, the police academy. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Well, I guess it was the police academy. It was like six six weeks training. Um, I became a, like a correctional officer mm-hmm. for like two months, and then it was just too many mind games, so I actually had to leave. <laughs> too too many inmates and too mind many, games. Oh, absolutely. Inmates are like uh, uh like my man Carl. <laughs> oh yeah, they're yeah. great. They're great. Well, you know, they're crazy. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like you know, Carl's Carl's an interesting character. I can't wait until we start talking about him. Cause yeah, right. he's crazy. I'm excited about him. That's the wonderful thing about this show is that all of the kids are so uniquely fantastic in they're their geniuses. own way. All they're of them just, are they're extremely smart. so freaking well it's just it really amazes me yeah it really really freaking amazes me yeah so uh speaking of the smartest of the gallagher's mm. um lip his full name is obviously philip um that, that's where he gets his nickname from and uh so when we reference him let's reference him as lip so lip. we don't get him confused with me <laughs> <laughs> but uh I, I wish i could be that smart as lip yeah lip is no joke no but, joke but uh, we've seen his scam before, where uh, he, you know he, he either writes essay, he writes these papers or you know takes the SATs. But now it's come. We've, we're finally sh- seeing it instead of just being told it. And I like it. I think. Yeah. It's. I love. I, we, go ahead. I was gonna say I think it's really respectable uh, of his character to kind of call up all the people and tell them that this is happening and like literally go down the list and. You know, he has to let them know, but I feel like a lesser person would just kind of, like, let it go and then not face it. But he's kind of like... Did he call up everybody? I think yep. he only called up one, right? No, he was crossing off was that crossing list, off. and that okay, list was okay. huge. He had, yeah, like, he had two left. <laughs> but he, I mean, he, he did not want to call the last guy, though. Right. No. Yes. No. But uh, before we fully get to there, um, I, what was, the, what was the, the, the guy that Karen is dating or is going on a date with? I love how yeah. all the while Lip is dating Karen... She still gets to date other guys. Really, I didn't as even a front. That. I missed that. Yeah, I uh, think that I think that she it, that's gonna. You can kind of see this is gonna be a problem a little bit in this episode with the way that they were talking and then the way that they were exchanged looks at the end of the episode when Frank was there for her and not for, you know, the not, actual Gallagher kids. They shared that, you know. Yeah. And you you mentioned this. Uh, I believe it was last episode when they were in the bathroom stall having sex. Yep. She uh what how how did you describe it? I don't want to paraphrase. No. Uh she she basically was just dead in the eyes. She kind Karen? of was yeah, yeah, Karen and he, and uh, Lip were having sex in the bathroom. A little she young kinda, girl, a little young. Yeah, a little blonde young one. Wow. She's kind of like a she's kind of a whore. A freak. She's, she's kind of a whore. And but she just was faking it the whole entire time. Her face was just not in it. She was not in it to I mean, win it. Geniuses normally have little uh little, little weenies. Yeah, little peckers in anyway, Oh, so. no. Oh yeah, no. yeah. That's why I'm dumb as a rock. <laughs> hey, this we gotta guy. we gotta get some sound effects for this <laughs> guy. It's okay. I got it under control. Got All right. <laughs> um, well, yeah. So I guess we'll definitely see that develop. But I love obviously all the people he's helping are a people who are dumb and b people who he hates, as we find out. Uh, much like our America's foreign policy, as he mentions. Yeah, it's crazy. It is. I think I. I the guy, uh, Lip, you know, he's a genius. Um, 2,400? I didn't know that was perfect. That's the perfect score. Right? Yeah, that's the new perfect it's score. Perfect. It used to be 1,600. Now with yeah, the I essays and okay, stuff, it's 2,400. Yeah, they've updated that. But you know what I think is interesting? 
what's interesting as far as Frank Frank goes, this guy has more. It seems like a typical American family that's dysfunctional. Excuse me. Where, <coughs> excuse me. Frank actually he takes care of his Jackson family more than he takes care of his guy. Oh family, yeah. Right? Oh yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah. messed up. I mean, so they're, they're pretty much raising themselves. Yeah, it's hard. Here he is sitting in the house with some crazy broad and uh, um, <laughs> understatement. <laughs> yeah, really. I think she gives good good blowjobs. Apparently, <laughs> well, she's, she's very kinky in the bedroom. Is she? Yeah. Uh huh. She uh, uh, she busts out all the sex toys. Typically, like most brainless type of people, a lady in the streets, but a freak in the bed. Absolutely, I mean, that's, that's why what I said she I was is. Dumb as a rock. You know? Yeah, they- <laughs> <laughs> told you. <laughs> just like that, I'm crazy. Yep, but well, it's kind of sad that that happens. You know that he and I. I really felt that moment too. That when when they were exchanging that whole two families, si- you know, in front of each other in the school, and it was just it was a little bit heart wrenching. I'm not going to lie because yeah, those would, those poor is this, kids. Is this? Uh, I mean, I have always wondered how Lip is as smart as he is. Is this sort of, you know, how kids sort of want to rebel against their parents and. Uh, Obviously, the best way to rebel against Frank is to be responsible, educated, um, and whatever else. But so is that how sort of Lip just basically wanted, obviously, knowing Frank's opinions about the education system, as he pretty much calls a communist bullshit mm-hmm. in many right. ways. And so is, is that why we believe that Lip has gotten so smart and is able to get a 2400 on an SAT despite his upbringing. I think Lip, I mean, if you want to expand upon I can. I mean, I'm... I know, you first. You first. Okay, I mean, I think Lip is just like a diamond in the rough. It has nothing to do with the fact that he studied or he, he, he works hard at it. It's just something that's natural to him. I, mean, I think I, it's it's true that I, be, I believe that to a point because a lot of the kids are that way. I yeah, mean, any exactly, of those kids exactly. are just so freaking smart. Exactly. There's just like a lot of – but I also think it's kind of a fight or flight that they have to kind of bring themselves as to their c- full mental capacity at all times because they're basically taking care of themselves at such a young age. Absolutely. And I think that it's a mixture of the two. Yeah, I agree with you totally. I, I think when you take a child that's young and they don't have a – you know, they have a father figure or a mother figure – they're forced into society and they have to learn a lot quicker mm-hmm. than a, a child that actually has two parents, which is which is interesting. It's like um, street smarts, if you will. Yeah, and, uh-huh. I think Lip Lip is, you know, you know, he's he's already a smart kid because I actually wrote down um, how smart. Um, um, what's his name? Carl. Carl's really smart too. I, I was thinking that he's either going to be a serial serial killer, he's going to be a mad scientist. <laughs> yeah. So I already noticed how smart he was, and then look at Lip and then see how intelligent he was. As a person, I think it's he has he has a combination of street smarts, mm-hmm. um, and he has this gift um, to excel in SATs. Yeah, which he's you know testing is like one of those things where it's a pressure thing. You, you yeah. think quickly. Yeah. Um. So I think he does well because of that. And he's good with he's good with around people. Bring back to the first guy that uh you know Karen set up an SAT with. As soon as he said, uh, the guy didn't understand how the whole fake ID works, which. <laughs> What yeah, this guy doesn't crazy. want to buy alcohol for himself? He doesn't so have fake idea of his own. I know. But, so uh, stupid. You know, he he catered to him and said, "Well, that's a risk we're going to have to take about the height thing." Yeah. So, yeah. so he knows his audience and he knows how to please them. Yeah, he definitely does. He's, I mean, he's a smart smart guy. But yeah. I, I've seen a lot of those in the inner city. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. I'm seeing a lot of people that are um, disadvantaged as far as economically, but they're, they're geniuses. They just don't Beyond. have the opportunity. They right. just don't have the opportunity to express it in any other way. 
I mean, like, there's a there's a song that says, you know, uh, I should have been. I don't know if you ever heard of this, um, where it says, I should have been a chemist. I think it was Ice Ice T or whatever he said. I should have been a chemist the way I worked a triple beam. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and and it's the thing. Like, you have kids that they don't know their math as far as you know regular uh, arithmetic, but they know how to count money um, faster than like but, if you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, they can hold hold a certain amount of money and they know exactly what it is by the dollar. Because um, they can tell it by the weight, which is that's that's geometry, that's chemistry, that's it's incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. Exactly. Subscribe, nigga, get your issue. There we go. There we go. Absolutely. But um, speaking of, uh, I like that Lip got his dues in. Um, he got caught for for taking the SATs, but he also, uh, you know, he had the choice between redemption or punishment. And it looks like I believe he'll choose redemption by going to the University of Chicago. And this guy, having seen this, uh, seen Lip taking the SAT, he's going to offer him some sort of scholarship. Absolutely. Which is whack to me. I think he should have been a Harvard representative. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Chicago, really? University of Chicago? Well, I mean, it's kind of just because they're in Chicago. Okay, Illinois gonna... University. They got something. University of Chicago. Like, really? <laughs> I guess you know I'm I'm nervous about that though because the way that the show goes and the twists and turns that it has I wouldn't be surprised if he's presented with this incredible opportunity and he goes a different way because something happens with his family or he can't go because of something that happens with his family or you know not to be the pessimist here but you know in terms of the way that you know the curveballs keep being thrown at us you're like yeah do it yeah be better awesome and then ah that's what happens it happens a lot. Well, uh, all right. So, just going back to the point of so, what other Chicago schools do we have? There's Northwestern, right? Yeah, Northwestern. He could have went to North, oh, and that's a great Northwestern's school. incredible great school. Great school. Like, or, uh, what's it called? DePaul? Is it? Uh, DePaul? DePaul? Yeah, DePaul. yeah, yeah absolutely. It's a great These are great school. schools, and like university. I mean, no disrespect to University of Chicago. <laughs> if there is, if, I don't know if there is. <laughs> so it's like it's crazy. So. Yeah, we got we got DJ over here. Kick that stuff, DJ. Oh, he do. This, this, so is the, this is the song, Master is P. It, is it, if I could change. Yeah, it's Master, Master P. P. That's P. It is. Master P. Absolutely. There we go. I knew he'd find. I knew you'd find it. That's DJ Jesse for yeah, you guys. DJ Jesse, he's, he's definitely on the ones and twos. But um, <laughs> so what, we, Lip should hold out for a better college. Well, I don't know if it's that or if he's you know I. If he's just going to not be able to go to college altogether because, you know, he's got to make money for his family or he's got to do that whole, you know, lower class American thing where they can't go to school because they've got to, you know, work to stay alive or something. I don't know. I I think for TV, I think for TV, you know, you know, Chicago works, but real life, he should wait for Northwestern. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or Harvard. Yale, Stanford, Berkeley, something. Exactly. Well, it was. It was. I wonder if the statistic is actually real. It was uh, three hundred people out of one million per year get a perfect score. On yeah, the I wonder if that that them. If know. that's if that's true, that's insane. That is yeah, insane. It's crazy. That actually it's crazy. seems like a lot. He was saying how that's not a lot, but you know, for three hundred out of a million, I don't know. I guess. I mean, oh, I remember that's, taking that's the SAT. 3%. Yeah, exactly. I remember like, taking that test and wanting to literally just kill myself. It was ho- I don't know if you guys remember taking it. It was a horrible experience. I took the SAT. I took the ACT. Oh, you bastard. See, I, I'm from the Midwest. We don't have to take the SAT. See, my college said uh, SAT scores aren't important. So I was like, all right, fine, whatever. I'll just take the SATs and not really worry. And, you know, I, I did all right. But 
but then it almost went back to bite me because they're like, yeah, actually, SAT scores here are important. I was like, what? Yeah. What? Like, you Where'd you grow me? up? I grew up in Connecticut. Okay. Yeah, they. The, I grew up on Long Island, and that's all they cared about. SAT. Oh my God. ACT started to phase out as I was in my high school. They were kind of like, yeah, you don't have to do it anymore. But then they were like, SATs must be amazing, and I couldn't get any kind of scholarship unless I got a high SAT score. Hmm. Yeah, SATs. SATs is what it's all about. Ugh. Anyway, can can we can we actually? I mean, I know we didn't. We didn't talk about that, but I want to talk about Fiona a little bit. All right, let's talk. That was hot. I mean, the, the opening scene, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, I, I mean, she, she's she's smoke. I mean, I know, she's, she's incre- a good she's looking great. girl. Have you yeah. seen her from her, any of her other work? No, I haven't. I, I didn't even notice. I mean, you know, she's naked, so I had to pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, other than that, I didn't. Other other things that she's been on, I never t- took notice. But she was gorgeous. I mean, she's she has like a smoky kind of dreamy type thing going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, we've discussed how uh, you know she's from the Disney family. She started with uh, as Disney. Well, she she started her second movie was a a Disney Channel movie called Genius, and then uh, you know her next sort of bigger one was Phantom of the Opera. Um, but she's never known for that risque type of stuff, and so I think in many ways she's making up for it, and she might be also pushing the writers to say you know. She'll never work for Disney again. That's what she's saying. That's yeah. what she's saying. <laughs> I think well, one of the 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 um the news uh the news and gossip things said that she really loves doing this kind of thing. She really loves being you know she never gets a chance. She's always like the princessy kind of girl, but this is something she really is very excited about because it's meaty it's and porn? it's raw and it's porn. Tell her to call. I mean, me. tell her to call me. Oh yeah, sure, sure, absolutely. I'll send her. Work. I can I can get her job. I can get her job. You know what kind of job? She can work for me. Okay. <laughs> Um, well, speaking of her, obviously, um, we get by by them having sex. Um, the more s- sort of uh, prominent thing is that Steve is really getting into her life and messing up her schedule, which is why the payment um, on the electricity is it the electricity or some sort of re- payment check? Electricity, yeah, electricity. yeah. yeah um, falls through. Um, Hector was pissed off. What's that? Hector. Hector. That yeah. Was the electrician dude. Well, this guy. I love how they. All these sort of people in their lives deal with the Gallaghers all the time. Yeah. yeah so and they're like first name basis, yeah. friends. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I, I don't know anyone, you know, I don't know if it's sad to say. I Maybe that's our society now where, like, I don't know the electricians or, like, who does, you know, no. just pay the check, whatever, done with. That's what happens when you don't have a phone and all those kind of things that the yeah. Gallaghers don't have. Um, and I think she has, like, a, what, a, what do you call those things? Those prepaid? Pay, yeah, prepaid phone. She has, like, a prepaid phone and stuff like that, so. Yeah, you tend to, at least me growing up, I, I had connections with my um, mailman and stuff like that. Yeah, know. yeah, I did too. Yeah. I was, it was always the same, like yeah. for years yeah. and years and years. Even the UPS and the FedEx yeah, person was same. always the same. Now we're in that that generation where everybody um, only works for like five years for the same job, and then they they move on to the next. Yeah, uh huh. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I mean even as kids, like I remember, uh, yeah. We didn't have cell phones, so all right, we're gonna meet at the playground at seven. Everyone showed up at seven. There was no like, oh, I'll be, I'm running fifteen minutes. No, you showed up at seven. You yeah, made right. it work. Isn't yeah. it crazy how that is? Like, I, I think about that without without cell phones. Jumping off a little mm-hmm. bit, but without cell phones and stuff like that, isn't it crazy how we used to meet up and stuff like that? Like, it would work every time. Every time. Now, cell phones and, and social networks have messed up messed up relationships too. Yeah. Like. If 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 a girl doesn't if you don't text a girl within like five minutes she's angry she'll text you and you you don't text back she's mad 
Yeah. Well, it used to be a time where there was no text. If I left the house, I didn't get the next phone call until I got home and checked the. At checked least for a few days. Yeah, a few days. I mean, you had the few okay. day rule. Like was okay. two, two, three days, you don't have to call back right away. Yeah, but now you got to call immediately. If you don't, you're in trouble. How come you didn't answer your phone? How come you didn't answer? And then it, that goes with friends too. It's like I sent you a text message. Yeah, I was busy. Well, exactly. why didn't you get back to me? Exactly. Like, well, cut, well uh, give me a minute to live. I'm sorry. Exactly. Or, or you sit in the car, and there's like we can all sit in the car, you know, three, four deep. And uh, none of us talk to each other. We're all no, on the phone talking to someone else, <laughs> else yeah. outside of the car. Right. It was weird. I like that. And also when you're in an elevator, too, to stay off topic for just a minute. <laughs> yeah. You're in an elevator and every no one can look at each other. They just go right into their phones. Yeah. Because God or forbid we like, number. you know, we don't want to get too, we don't want to get too, we don't want to get too close. We don't want to start talking to people. crazy. I turn and I face people. That's what I do in the elevator. <laughs> right. I like to do yeah, that, too. I, I just like to stand and just stare at them yeah, and see what the hell me. happens. Uh, how uh, are you doing? Yeah. Let <laughs> me look up at the yeah. the numbers on the elevator to see what what, what floor they're getting off on. Oh, well, you, you guys got to make jokes to them like, uh, "Hey, your epidermis is showing." Yeah, I just like, say, <laughs> say that. I'll say that. You know, I, that's I just no me. Shame. That's just that's just a more scientific term for your skin. But <laughs> I think I love that. I think that just means as a society we're going shameless. But B to bring it back to topic, Steve no, um, noticed when they were having their phone conversation. He says, uh, or Fiona tells him, "I'll text you later." And he says, make it dirty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's how we communicate even yeah, our, our love to each other. It's via text. text. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. It's crazy. No more cards, ladies. Cyber sex these days now. See, yeah. ladies, that's why we didn't get you the Valentine's Day cards, because we'd rather just send you a text. Yeah. That works. That is. That's that's <laughs> a good idea right there, Phil. I'm going to use that one. Now it's acceptable. Kind of just be like, here's Hallmark a text, text message. It's a Hallmark text. Yep. Oh, God. But uh, speaking of things changing, again, Fiona just... She kind of, she obviously wants to sort of go this way, where uh, you know Steve sort of becomes the male role model that has been obviously missing through Frank. But she's also re- resistant against it because, as he eventually says at the end of the episode, um, you don't want to rely on me because you, because eventually you don't think I'm going to show up, and this is something you've seen in movies. But hey, I'm going to make you actually, I'm going to actually show you that it does exist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So very well spoken by Steve. Yeah, right he, on the money. He definitely saved her their tail, um, you know, in the principal's office. Oh my gosh! Yes. Um, was, was Quick witted that the principal actually was a black hippie that listens to uh, Grateful Dead. Uh, Grateful Dead. It's kind of crazy. I know. And that doesn't happen very often. No, no. no. It's hip hop, R and B, jazz. <laughs> Never Grateful Dead. Well, I. I was so curious. I mean, like, I know nothing about art, but Steve is just continually a very smart guy. I mean, the, the fact that he saw, uh, I don't even know what, like, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. two turtles. turtles. Those turtles, turtles yeah. and he knew exactly what the hell it was. Yeah, who he knew made, it had something to do with created Grateful it. Dead, and Grateful Dead has everything to do with drugs. Yeah. <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you showed me those turtles, I'd be like, all right, it's great. What, who, <laughs> just like he said. He was like, the kids just think that there's some turtles in yeah. Mr. G's office. I know, it's crazy. And he blazes up, and he... Which is great, which is great. It I mean, I, the wonderful thing about that character is that he comes in, and he, like, you know, he really wants to help them out because she, Fiona, just kind of tries so hard, and yeah. you really see in this, this episode again, you just are like, how does this girl... Do it. There's yeah, so much together, stress that together. she has, and I wonder if it's kind of a reflection of you know there. Are, this is not unnatural. People, you know, have large families, and the oldest has to take care of everyone yeah. like that because yeah. their parents are out or whatever, and it's just kind of 
you know, it's really amazing to see the realness of that juxtaposed with the hilarious, you know, kooky, kookiness of the situations they get into. So it's kind of, you know, it's, it's if we're talking about, you know, the family dynamics kind of changing, you see more and more this person who really is the spearhead of the family, Fiona. And you know what I like about I like about Shameless is um I'm an African American as you guys can see, but people these people they can, can see they, uh, they can hear it they eventually can, they can hear it in my voice in two weeks <laughs> um, yeah in two weeks. But what I like about Shameless is that if you you could you can darken the skin mm-hmm. of the the Gallagher's and that's a that's a typical inner city black Family. story yeah it's a black story. Um, I like how you know Shameless you know they didn't just do that they actually have it as a white family going right. through the thing. So so you can, re- like, the masses can actually relate to that completely particular uh, um, story and say, wow, you know, that actually happens. You know, which is crazy that someone would say that actually happens because it happens all the time. All the time for years so and years. I, exactly. So I'm happy to see that Shameless is actually um, doing using, it with a white yeah, family. exactly. So you can sympathize and you can you can almost empathize with that, with that story. So right. kudos to Shameless. Well, what, what's interesting, too, is that... Uh, all of Frank's mess ups bring them bring the Gallagher's further away from Frank and yet they bring Frank closer to the Jacksons. Yeah. Right. So in this episode, um, it was the fact that he was supposed to how simple could it be? Drive a car and park it, but he had to go on a P stop. What a I mean, this guy but those, has those no people sense. who were chasing the two oh, dudes yeah, that yeah, were yeah. chasing him. He has He's, no sense of responsibility. Not at all. Not at all. No. I mean, on a scale, uh, honestly, like uh, on a scale of one to ten, how hard is that to 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 drive a car, whatever, whether a truck or whatever, we don't know, and just basically par- leave it. Yeah. You didn't even have to. If, I, I can understand yes. if you had to pour the gas, pour the gasoline. <laughs> but he says he didn't have to do that. He wasn't that guy. I mean, here's a guy that he doesn't wake up and he doesn't shave every morning or yeah. comb his hair. So I could imagine him not falling through that with that responsibility as well. This um, is just a big case yeah, of don't care. Yeah, he's a. Oh yeah, he's, he's smartest. He has the smartest kids in the world, but he doesn't really use his brain um, productively. No, no, and that's kind of also the the sad thing is that he just he cares more about the Karen, you know, the girl Karen yeah. in the in the Jackson family. He cares more about her in like the few weeks that this. You know, takes course of than he does about any of his children. The little sneaky little horror one. The little sneaky horror one. Yeah, she. He's like, you know, he was reporting back to Sheila about you know how well she's doing in school, and you could tell that there was a little bit more care, a little bit more love happening there. And I don't know if it's because he'll like go into and infiltrate this house, and when it becomes way too real and they depend on him too much, then he's gonna like jump to the next one or the next one. You know, I wonder if that's kind of well. I think. Go ahead. It's it's the fact that. They love Frank. They take care of Frank. With uh, with the Gallagher's, they're always yelling at Frank to do something. The fact that he's right. being, they're on his case about being irresponsible, and uh, the very little that we get of Kev, um, you know, uh, uh, Fiona yells at Kev for s- saying, you know, why didn't you tell me that Frank had this stupid idea? And he's like, I don't have time to tell you every one of Frank's stupid ideas, which right. is so true. Yeah. I'm right. sure the these guys. I mean, I, I I've seen it. To where these guys just come up, oh, you know, I have the greatest idea. I'm going to invent this thing. Like, really? When are you going to – you're drunk here. When do you have time to invent yeah. something? <laughs> so I could see that just being brushed away. But do you think um, – kind of like to touch on your, yours a little bit, um, Tom. You, so do you think that Phil 
I mean, not Phil. I'm sorry. Um, Lip? Lip? No, no, no. Frank? Frank? If you think that Frank um, shuns responsibility, because I don't know if you noticed at the end when she was when his his girl was talking about how much she needed him, how dependent she was upon him. You see the expression that he gave? Like yeah. he had this look on his face, like, "Oh no, now somebody's going to be needing me." Right. And he's going to, you know, it looked that's like he was why, almost in that flight, that flight. Flight. That's that why. Talking. That's why I think that this is gonna it's gonna end soon. Yeah. Because I think he's gonna jump away. Because for the longest time in the epi- in the episodes prior, he was there, and all he had to do was show up and yeah. eat. And they didn't expect much. Listen to him, and then he would leave. Yeah. And he'd just show up and eat, leave, have sex, and go. But now that he's actually done something for the family. Just out of sheer, you know, life need because he was, you know, made that deal with Karen to go yeah. like distract the yeah. uh, dudes in the truck. Now they're they now they depend on him. Now they're going to start, you know. Yeah, because he gave that look. I mean, he gave that look like, right. oh boy, now here's right. somebody else is going to be dependent upon me. Right. Let me get up out of here because yep. I can't have because that was this that was the reason why he was running so much is because someone gave him some responsibility and he couldn't he couldn't be responsible. Like you're talking about with the car situation, mm-hmm. he couldn't handle that responsibility. He seems like he runs from that that type of that type of pressure of res- being responsible. But he, but he also, I mean, when uh, when Sheila is talking to him, he he and Sheila asks him, like, "Do you think I'll ever get out of the house?" or to something to that extent. And he says, "Soon." Yeah, he says soon. And so, right. I mean, and the husband, Sheila's husband, is obviously has never told her that. In fact, in prior episodes. He says, yeah, right. So why – I mean, why – is it interesting that Frank is sort of giving that response if you sort of – you guys are on the thinking that he's going to get out of here? Because to me, that doesn't say that he wants out. Well, no, he was like soon, but then she like buried her head on his – Right, his, on his, and, and she was like, chest. you're my light. You're my light, and he's like, wait a minute. I'm no one's light. I'm out of here. Like it's almost right. – he had that look on his face like he – all of a sudden he was relied upon. Right. And he didn't want to be – he relied upon, like, yeah. Like right. At least that's what I got. I don't know. We'll no, see. no, that's great. That's what makes it exciting. I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It'll be interesting in that regard because when uh, when he goes to school and is talking with Karen's teacher, he takes full credit for Karen. <laughs> yeah, he sure yeah. The flashcards. Yeah, I love that line <laughs> about the flashcards. Never underestimate the power of flashcards. I know. Yeah, he's so clueless. funny. He's clueless. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love how he just steals all the thunder off of everyone. You know. For Taking the credit. Yeah, he's funny. great. He's funny. He's a funny character. Oh my god. Yeah, he's a funny character. What's up with um? Can, can we? I don't know. What's Carl? The, yeah, yeah. You want to talk about Carl? Let's talk about Carl. Oh bad. Okay. I mean, this guy. I mean that that kid. That kid. That kid's amazing. I know. He's amazing. I know. Um, I mean, we haven't seen him in prior episodes, or we we've we obviously didn't. seen him, but uh, not to this extent. And I like, right. you know, we've always known that he's sort of this angry punk, but I like. And he obviously still is. We don't get a different side to him. But he's, now that we get more, and I like it. He's strategically he's angry. Like, yeah. He uh, he really, really thinks out his anger. Like like when I got the mad scientist, when he was, like, doing that little experiment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the lights went out in the neighborhood. It was crazy. He's nuts. You know, the, guy is, the guy is amazing. I think the kid is – you know, he's one of those kids you got to watch out for, but at the same oh, yeah. time, you know, you, you, you got to love, like – Right, you know he he's gonna ride for you per se. He's gonna be that kid that's gonna stick up for you, mm-hmm. but he's gonna go too far. You know mm-hmm. the kid that um, you know if someone pushes you, then he actually stabs them. You know yeah. <laughs> type of situation. It goes way too far. Right, right. And you're like, oh, don't. Yeah, but don't thanks. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, <laughs> they won't mess with me again. That's yeah, for certain. That's for sure. 
So, I mean, how do we, um, you know, if you, if you were Fiona and Lip or Steve or whoever, how do you sort of... Uh, Corral that guy, huh? Yeah. I mean, obviously, at the end, we get uh, suggestions. I love it. Like, you can either uh, spread gossip and slander. Mm-hmm. You can do hockey or karate, the best sanctioned form of violence on young teens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was great. That was great. Karate. I, what would you say? You say karate? You think? I don't know. Uh, well, I, I like sort of that direction where they're going with it. Uh, do you I think, think that? that will, the, I think hockey would be the safest for him. I think he really will hurt someone in karate. Like he will really? literally like, like a pretty good baseball someone. player to me. And is uh, that really? Is that re- in your guys' opinion? Is that really going to channel his anger issues? I, I think baseball. Eh. I mean, I don't know if you notice. He actually looked at this guy's kneecap. And he swung at it. He hit it direct. I mean, baseball. You know, you can hit a bat. Yeah, hit the but ball. I don't know how much anger he's going to get out in baseball. In hockey, well, they, they storm the. They storm the. Uh, they give you know. They storm the. The plate all the time when they get you know the ball. Yeah. In baseball. Yeah. They always fighting. They're always fighting. That's true. That's true. But him with a bat, though. It was kind of scary. Well, he does take. He, he has I a was, huge I was liking to that bat. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like baseball. I love that he was going to take it to school, too. Who's like walking out the door with the baseball bat? If I saw a little kid walking with a baseball bat and that crazy in that little kid's eye, I'd be like, I've got to go. The crazy I got to go. Because he definitely has crazy eyes. You have to pay attention. The kid has got crazy eyes. He does. His whole, I mean, just his whole body language is incredible of just anger. Yeah. I want to take this out. Yeah, he's devious. I've seen that before. This is crazy to me. I mean, in many ways, I wasn't to that extent, but I think. Were you, you an know, angry I, child? Were you I an was angry like, child? I was like a young Carl in some yeah. sense. I think everyone. Deviant. I can, oh, I I can see the eyes. He's I wasn't. I was si- frightened of those kids. I'm going <laughs> to side with Frank a little bit and say, like, you know, he's just being a kid. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, to a larger extent. Yeah, to a larger extent. He's yeah. a serial kid. He's a serial he's, kid. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, a, he's, he's one of those kids that, uh, like I said, either he becomes a serial killer or he becomes a mad scientist. Yeah. Woof. Well, let's hope he becomes a mad scientist. scientist. Yeah, I hope exactly. so. Where, where do you guys think that anger is stemming from when it comes to Carl? I think obviously – I think for me it's because of Frank. Um, when when Frank and Karen, um, they're facing off against the Gallaghers and now Steve, Carl, Carl kind of looked down or just stared at Frank. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely from his dad. Definitely from his dad. To me, I, I, I think I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, and also, you know, he doesn't get a lot of attention at home either. They just kind of let him do his thing and do whatever. Even the kids and stuff around the house. And he's yeah. and he's the youngest too. So at the very least, like uh, Fiona and Lip knew who Frank was. Disp- um, obviously, it was a disappointment, but they knew who Frank was. Right. Um, whereas Carl, you know, has never re- had, just has a void. Of Frank, yeah, yeah, and clear, like clearly, I mean, we don't talk about this much, but he has no mother as well. So right. Oh yeah, that can make a kid pretty angry. I mean, because oh, yeah. mother is kind of the balance mm-hmm. um, in that whole situation where you know you're feeling angry, you go and bury your head into your mother's. Right. You know, mommy, mommy, take care of me. Well, he doesn't have that, so he's pissed off. He's real I mean, pissed yeah, off. He's pissed off. It all stems from mother issues. Mother, oh. mother, mother and father issues. Mommy yeah. and daddy issues. Dad is somewhat around, but mother is completely gone. Completely out, gone. Out of the equation. He has no mother. I wonder if all these kids, and I think we've brought this up before, but I, do you do you think that they all have the same mom? I think so. Yeah. They're all, well, unless I think is I, super smart. I think Frank is, um, he's the, that's that's uh, Buzz, our dog, agreeing. <laughs> I was yeah. like, what was that? But, um. 
No, I mean, I think Frank's the type of guy that he will stick with. Um, a, a, you know, he had a wife. Unfortunately, he was probably a horrible husband and horrible right. in this relationship, but I don't think he's the type of guy to necessarily cheat. Right. So, one woman kind of guy. Right, yeah. yeah I we agree did talk about that, that before. I agree with that, too. I mean, one woman would only mess with him. And yeah. She has to be crazy. Yeah, Super crazy yeah. with sex toys. Hmm. Yes, indeed. Well, I love I love how um, sort of going back to uh, Sheila, she just, I mean, her in the supermarket video game. Just it was so fun. There's no hope for this woman. <laughs> I love that her therapist was making like a screwdriver in the background. Yeah. That was my favorite yeah, moment. She's like, good job, that? Sheila. Because she has no drink, hope for her either. No. It, it, that, that's basically what it is. Huh? She has no hope for her. No, no, because she knows that this woman's crazy. And a lot of the times when she, when Sheila's saying, I'm going to leave the house, it's going to be real soon. I really I really believe her. I really, I, Or I either really want to believe her because I want to see this woman leave the house so badly right now. She'll eventually leave the house if she keeps believing that she will. She will. <laughs> She'll secret herself out of the house. Absolutely. <laughs> she's been believing that for years, though. I don't. I don't know. So all she do is step out the front door. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll see what happens. I mean, I, I really mean, what, would like to see. What's supposed it happen. to happen? Like, if she leaves the house, what is she's that? A, she's. It's an agoraphobic, right? Yeah. She's oh, afraid she's, of the outside. Of, okay. Okay. So you know, she's afraid of that. She's afraid of people, and it seems like she has. She has a fear of not being in control, but more specifically, cleansiness. I mean, she's okay, always yeah. t- telling people take off their shoes and put them in a bag. Okay, but so. she will suck. The yeah, chrome she will off a Chevy. You know? She will suck the chrome off of a Chevy. Which, by the way, going back to uh, the principal's line, I love this one. They yeah. sucked me off like I had diamonds on my ball sack. <laughs> yes, <laughs> That's crazy. I like that. I like that. That was a good, that's a good one. That was really fantastic. That should be written Diamonds. down. There was a bunch here too. Like when uh, when Lip was going off with all of the stereotypes in the beginning, like he said, he said Koreans are the Asian Jews, and he yeah. just went off. Do you remember that yeah. when he was just? I was like, what? I know. Oh. I was like, everything is in reverse. Like, like the uh, the topics are all in reverse. Like I was like the Muslim mm-hmm. being Caucasian. You know, right. Oh yeah, yeah. They're really like then, changing yeah, it up. He's talking about the Korean opposed to. Uh, you know, definitely Jews and stuff like that. It was, uh, I mean, it's just reverse. Everything's in reverse. So I kind of, I like how they. They're playing with stereotypes yeah, exactly. a little bit. And Chinese. And the, yeah, what were we going to say? Well, and then the, the little, do- was it the baby was adopted, right? The little black baby? We, we don't, don't know. know. We don't we know We still yet. don't know. <laughs> we still don't understand. Normally Asian kids are adopted. That's, that's it, what they were saying. And then they right, yeah, exactly. Kid, that's what know. he was saying, yeah. And, and why would they? Okay, you guys don't know that that black kids adopt. Was it, is the black kid in the house? Well, like, we think we there? think it could be um, it could be Kevin and his girlfriends because um, they have an interracial marriage, but we don't know that. Okay, because the baby we don't really the baby looked like complete. <laughs> yeah, and I, that's what I'm saying. She does, but there, there hasn't been an explanation. Yeah, we don't know about this. The, I mean, it's episode six, and we're just finally learning about Carl. I have a feeling in the next few episodes, we're probably going to learn about that. Okay. For I lack wanna, of a better term, black baby. I, I want to learn about this child. Yeah. Black baby. <laughs> the black baby. Yeah, there's no other term. All right. Well, with with that black baby still in the, uh, uh Undiscovered? <laughs> what was the term? The, um, what's, that, what's, that, what's that TV? What's that movie where uh, it's kind of like that movie where that was the dude that had the black baby on? What was it Barack or uh, what is that? What there's like every that movie where he know. had the little black baby throughout the entire movie. Barack or what is he had the curly hair with the mustache? What is that? I don't know. Borat. 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 Borat.
I was like literally yeah, blank like, in the eyes. Like, I was like, that? uh. Yeah, Borat. That's, that's what yes. it was like. I was yeah. like, where's this little black baby coming from? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where this child comes from. Well, this since we can't figure it out, let's go to our commercial <laughs> break. You want to find out what the after buzz is about? Janice is a drama queen. This yeah. is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call at 347-855-8269. This television, and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. I mean, it's experience. You never know what goes on behind closed doors. Get in on the after buzz. 347-855-8269. Now, in the eyes of Jimmy, Nucky is a villain. Listen on iTunes. I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? Find us on Facebook. Your husband or your best friend? Follow us on Twitter. And then she's trying to kill him, so it justifies it. I'm like, oh, now it makes sense. And visit us at AfterBuzzTV.com. <laughs> the wig! The wig! Oh, come off. That wig! Come off, baby! No! What? Boardwalk Empire. Desperate Housewives. Glee. Gossip Girl. Breaking Bad. Mad Men. True Blood. The Walking Dead. Big Love. Jersey Shore. The Oscars. Celebrity Rehab. The Emmys. If it's hot, you can bet we'll be buzzing about it. Alright, Shameless Season 1, Episode 6, Killer Carl, February 13, 2011, News and Gossip. Cameron Monaghan, who plays Ian, is starring in the new movie, Prom. At Prom, every couple has a story, and no two are exactly alike. Several intersecting stories unfold at one high school as the big dance approaches. Prom portrays the uh, precarious passage from high school to independence as some relationships unravel and others ignite. The movie comes out April 29th, and a trailer is available online at Disney.com. How did he land a Disney role? That's what I, I want to know. <laughs> he probably did that before before this stuff happened, because I've seen that uh, that trailer for a while now. I oh, saw you have? It, yeah, I saw it over the summer at some point. I swear I did. You I know it was prom? coming. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, I would be surprised. I had a few friends that actually was in the movie, so... Yeah, it was, it, it's, it was like the summer... Summer is when it pretty much uh, they were uh, going to uh, set and stuff like that. So. Okay. When did uh? Yeah, he probably landed it. Probably around in and around the same time. I wouldn't be yeah, surprised. Yeah. Because Disney wouldn't allow. You know, no, 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 they wouldn't allow it. And all no, probably not. Probably I wouldn't be surprised if they're not as strict with their like teen films like this as they are with their television shows and stuff like that. I wonder. That's a good Disney question. Disney is strict all across. All the across. Yeah, yeah. they're. They're yeah. ridiculous. Serious business. Yeah, you yeah. can't even sign work. in blood. I mean, you work at Disneyland, and they're really, really strict. Oh, they are really. Yes, yeah, true. It's yeah, true. So you have to always keep a smile and all that kind of crazy stuff. Oh, not that I worked at Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't smile. All right, that. let's not badmouth uh, Disney too much. Jesse onwards. Monahan oh. will also appear on NCIS this spring as a kid who's accused of killing his father. <laughs> oh. Disney will be happy about See? that one. There you go. Disney's <laughs> banging it out. Uh, well, right. I actually and love Disney. But who doesn't? <laughs> Disneyland is I grew the up, happiest I think, place in there. Did Earth. you guys grow up on Disney? Like the Disney Channel? Or not? I did. I did. I did. I did. It's a small world after all. And stuff like that. Mickey Mouse Club. It Mickey is. Mouse Club. It's Justin Timberlake. <laughs> um, Mickey Mouse Club is great. All right, and that's your After Buzz TV shameless news and gossip for the week of February 13th. Well, thank you, DJ Jesse. And now, 
your After Buzz TV predictions. <laughs> oh, interesting. We're mixing up tonight. Well, Frank, uh, we're going to get the fake death of Frank Gallagher in order to get the uh, the heat off his back from from this week. It'll be definitely interesting. And we get Linda suspicious of her husband, Cash. Mm-hmm. Any other predictions that you guys saw in the uh, teaser? Well, you, you were talking about Lip. Um, you know, whether Lip is going to, you know, go with the Chicago University situation yeah, I wonder or, or not. Do we know what, what year in high school he's in? Do we know if he's a senior or a junior? He's 17, so he's got to be He's got to be, be a senior, right? Maybe a senior. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna. That's probably gonna be happening soon. I'm interested yeah. in this. The when, that Linda, the wife, is getting suspicious. Mm-hmm. That's really. I think that's gonna be really interesting because that is not gonna fare well at all. Well, they've got they've got kids and everything, so <laughs> it's definitely not gonna work out. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in this week. We'll be back next week. Uh, we thank Curtis for coming out tonight. Thanks thank you, Curtis. Once again, and uh, listen for him on our game edition. And uh, keep tuning in. Thanks a lot, guys. For producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions, comments, or would like to host an AfterBuzz show of your own, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.